Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. The most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's it goes beyond communication. It goes to a relationship. Here's drilled him with a right hand. They missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platbomb. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Stafford in the 630 Chat Studios, the city's south side. This is Oilers Now. Joined, as always, by Brendan Escott. Brendan, how are you, my man? Doing well today, Bob. All right, educator listeners, why we're opening up with a little bit of Deep Purple today. Well, I saw the new Tarantino film last night, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and that happened to be part of the soundtrack. And, you know, people of my vintage might remember that one from the video game Guitar Hero back in the day, but uh, people from your vintage probably remember hearing that on the radio. Yes, indeed. (laughs) All right, so what'd you think of the movie? Because I know that my broadcast partner, Jack Michaels, did not give it a thumbs up. Now, Jack and me often don't agree on things. We rarely discuss them on the air, but we have some different views in life. Uh, what did you think of the movie? I loved it. it. It won't touch Pulp Fiction or either of the Kill Bills, but I think it, uh, it was unique. It was very Tarantino. I love the detail and he's just a good storyteller. It was fun to watch. What was the one that he did uh, about around the uh, Second World War where they, uh, you know, had the, had the movie theater and they ended up smoking out a bunch of the, uh, the, the leaders of the Third Reich. What was that one again? Can we say that on the air? Oh, Inglor- in- Inglorious, in- Inglorious uh, Bastards. Yeah. Yes, yes. You can't. Well, it's the name of a movie. Oh, okay. okay. Right? And actually, the way they spelled bastards a little bit differently, too. So uh, there you have it. Uh, as opposed to the Battle of the Bastards, right? 
from what was that TV show that everybody talked about every Sunday night for about eight years? Most watched television show ever. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. This is Oilers Now. It's brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer. Game of Thrones, by the way. Uh, your next office printer from Hugh Porter, who I saw yesterday at the sixth annual Mark Spector Sports Central Golf Classic. Uh, Digitex.ca e-commerce store. No need to spend your valuable time meeting with door-to-door sales reps. Your all-in-one convenient location is Digitex.ca. Digitex.ca. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology, software, IT, and supplies. It's interesting. Uh, the last three years, I picked Todd McClellan up at the airport because I live in the southwest part of the city and drove Todd to the event. Uh, so yesterday, uh, obviously Dave Tippett's now the head coach. We'll be hearing from him momentarily. Uh Yesterday, I went, I specifically went early and uh, got there at like 7 in the morning out at the quarry, uh, bumped into a lot of terrific people. There was a moment where uh, you saw Colton Pareko and Jake DeBrusque uh, shake hands, and, you know, those two guys played and went to the seventh game of the Stanley Cup final. That was pretty cool. Uh, special thanks to... Uh, my group, which uh, were incredibly patient with me all day long. So to uh, Tyler, Scott, Mo, and KJ. Uh, KJ was going right after me, right from the get-go, about the Oilers. It was pretty funny. Uh, I had a terrific time with them yesterday. Again, I, I they had over 240 people at the, the uh, tournament. It was really well done, well organized. Uh, a lot of the media personalities there in town to support uh, several uh, ex and current players uh, down there as well. So it was an old-fashioned kicker. We saw Hugh Porter there. We saw Jeff Robillard from horse racing Alberta. He was there. We saw my old friend Daryl Cook uh, from World Floor Covering, and uh, it's glad to see that uh, Daryl isn't getting any uh, less modest in time. That's uh, that's always an important thing. Coming up on today's show in uh, four minutes' time, Scott Housen, the Oilers' VP of Player Personnel. We're going to talk about the Oilers' prospects that are playing in the Summer Showcase. Um, we will tell you at 12.35 today, uh, from NBCSN in studio. He's in town. He makes his once-a-year Edmonton visit. Uh, briefly at Edmonton, later played close to, I think he played 400 games in the NHL. Al May in studio for an hour. And at 1.35 today, we're going to launch our first New West Travel Oilers Now road trip. And it's going to take place in October. Jason Laliberti, the rising young gun, will be joining us here on Oilers Now. You can reach us at any time on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. Catch the Romantics. Was it talking in your sleep? Uh, I was there hit August 9th out at the River Cree. Tickets at rivercreeresort.com. And you can text us at 630-630 in our Heartland Ford text line, not your small-town dealership, with a new, huge, state-of-the-art facility. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford. We're on Twitter, at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, and Brendan at Brendan S. Scott. All right, let's get straight to it. We had the Dave Tippett 20-minute interview on... Um, Tuesday, which was the same day I interviewed Kevin Lowe. By the way, just uh, a thought, uh, Brendan, how was the response to Kevin's interview? Because that was a long one yesterday uh, that we ended up running. I think I did about 50, 55 minutes. How, how did it go? How did Overall, uh, overall, sorry, it was uh, it was pretty positive. There's some people out there with crazy opinions on a lot of things, but uh, I think people most are allowed people to have opinions. But, but you know, I, I don't think that people should ever lose sight of what Kevin meant to those other teams. I, I I know that. Some people can't get past a statement that he made about, you know, you know, uh, it, it's funny now that because of Shirelli's struggles, I think the general perception out there is that Kevin is the best general manager the Oilers had had since uh, Glenn Sather. I don't think there's any debate about that. And we'll see how Ken Holland does moving forward. Can, we can't officially tease who you're, you're going to host the show the next two weeks. So I'm going to be away. Uh, but we can say who our guest is on next Wednesday. Can we not? Let's do it. Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky. So uh, it, the uh, the interview has been done, uh, 
and it will be a close to, uh, what, 90 minutes uh, coming up next Wednesday, the great one, Wayne Gretzky. So uh, that is all part uh, of our Touchback Safety Oilers Legend Series. Let's get to Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings at Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Dave Tippett spoke yesterday at Spectre's Tournament for Sports Central, and Dave talked about uh, an emphasis on cutting down goals against. Yeah, I think there's a couple different areas. One, I think our goaltending can be better on the penalty kill. The save percentage on the penalty kill has got to be better. And I've watched a lot of the penalty kill. There were some that I thought they were doing a pretty good job but just didn't get the save at the right time. Now there's some other stuff that uh, I think some of the new personnel that we have will help some of it. I'd like to see Connor and Leon kill less this year to allow them to play more 5-on-5 and more power play, more uh, critical minutes in that stage. Now, that being said, you have to have players that can take those roles. I know Hitch used them a lot in there just because he felt like they were they did a good job for him, but I think we have some people that uh, can do that job. Jimmy Playfair is going to look after the PK. I'll, I'll have a... Uh, that's kind of been one of my things over the years is... I jump into the PK as well, but he'll oversee it. Uh, I think we have some good new personnel. I think we'll have a good scheme, and it's about putting the work in and getting the job done. But the goals against is something that's a concern, and the penalty kill part of it is a big part of that goals against. That is uh, Dave Tippett, the Oilers head coach, who then added some additional uh, comments, asked her a question on an update on Connor McDavid. Yeah, yeah, I've talked to him. We stayed in contact you know, once a week or so. I'm going to go out and visit him here in the next couple of weeks, so spend some time with him. So it's, uh, he's doing well. He's, he's, I, I, I the, a lot of the guys that I've talked to on the team, there's a, there's kind of a good feel, a good buzz about our team right now. They're excited to get back and get going. All right. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's Dave Tippett. Uh, again, that's the Oilers Now Audio Vault. So it's 12-14 in Edmonton. We'll do NHL today in the final segment, but we will tell you. Actually, let's bang it off right now. We're going to do an abridged version. Uh, Brendan, well, here we go. NHL Today is brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing. Get the hottest branded items for summer, like blankets, camping chairs, coolers, outdoor games, and more. Two players bought out this morning. Absolutely. Kevin Shattenkirk coming off a two-goal, 26-assist season in New York. Has been bought out, 30 years old now. Down the uh, QE2, the Flames, placing D-man Michael Stone on waivers for the purpose of a buyout. He's got one year left on his three-year, $10.5 million deal. Only suited up for 14 games last year. All right. Uh, Stone, uh, some people have linked... Uh, to join his brother in Vegas as a depth defenseman, Kevin Shattenkirk. Uh, you know, he wanted to play in New York. Uh, didn't work out. They bought him out. Anaheim and Los Angeles, I'm told, both looking for right-shot defensemen. Uh, wonder if Colorado might be in the mix as well there, despite the f- just because they might want. He's played there before. Uh, I do not see a fit at this time for Edmonton. I think the Oilers would prefer just seeing some of their younger guys. So let's just put that if if they are going to prioritize any position, it'll be a third-line right-shot center. All right, here we go. It's 12:15 in Edmonton or third-line center. It doesn't necessarily have to be a right shot. When we come back, we'll hook up with Scott Housen. You're listening to Oilers now on 630 Chad, the play-by-play voice of the Edmonton Oilers and the Edmonton Eskimos. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 12-17 in Edmonton, Bob Stoffer with you in Oilers Now. Do you want to mention single-game Oilers tickets on sale today? 
edmontonoilers.com. Al May, former Oiler, uh, does uh, work on the Washington Capitals broadcast. He's in town for his annual visit in Edmonton. I know he uh, was uh, showed a picture of his Stanley Cup ring that he got from a year ago with the Washington Capitals. We'll have Al in the studio 1230 to 130 today. But at this time, and we're going to do this every five or six weeks, he is, uh, and I technically I don't think there's been a full... Uh, uh, reorg in terms of the deployment of uh, how the management structure is going to work. But the Oilers vice president of player personnel is Scott Housen. And we're going to try to get Scott on once a month. Scott basically looks after the prospects that are not currently playing or are going to play in Bakersfield. And I believe he's at the uh, the junior summer uh, showcase event. So we welcome back to the show. Uh, he served uh, twice as the Oilers' assistant GM, was a general manager of the Columbus Blue Jackets as well. Still has several of his players there, by the way, from, what, six or seven years ago. Scott Housen. Scott, how are you doing? I'm great, Bob. How are you? Good, good. All right. Uh, so are you, are you in Michigan right now? I'm at home. Michi- uh, the Plymouth's about a three-hour drive, so uh, I was at the games yesterday, came home uh, today, last night. We'll go up again for tomorrow's game. All right. Uh, how many other prospects are currently playing in this ju- uh, junior summer showcase event? Well, there's four teams, Finland, Canada, Sweden, and the U.S., and we have a player on Finland, Patrick Seekinen, a player on Sweden, uh, Philip Broberg, our first-round pick from last year, and two players on Canada, Raphael Lavoie and Olivier Rodriguez. Canada got spanked last night, uh, by or yesterday, Scott, by Finland. I think it was like 7-2 or 7-3. Were, uh, was Rodriguez goal for that game? No. Uh, Olivier played the first game, Bob, and they beat Canada 4-1. He had a he looked as good as I've ever seen him look in that game. He played the first half. He didn't allow a goal. I think he had 17 shots. But um, what happens in this tournament is is Canada comes in. They practice for a day or two. All the other teams have already played. Okay. And usually they get off to a tough start in the period. And that's what happened in that game. Olivia stopped, I think, 14 in the first period. They got out shot 14-6, but they came out one nothing lead. And he was really, really good in that game. And then they went on to win the game 4-1. So, and, and, and you mentioned the game against Finland yesterday. They iced a, a, almost a completely different lineup. And it was 5 nothing after the first period. They just got smoked by Finland. who's already played, you know, two or three games. And uh, so, and Raphael was in that game. Raphael Lavoie was in that game. And, you know, the, the whole team struggled to find their legs early, and, and by the time they got them, it was out of reach. Yeah, I was unaware that the other teams had already been playing. So, sorry, you said uh, Rodrigue played against the Americans, did he, in the 4-1 win? Or was that Sweden? Yes. It was the U.S.? No, he, uh, it, was, it was against the U.S. It was the first game on Tuesday I was there, and uh, it was the only game on Tuesday, as a matter of fact. And uh, the U.S. The U.S. Uh, and Finland and Sweden play uh, games on the weekend. Canada doesn't. And then the U.S. cuts down to one team. They have two teams okay. on the weekend, and then Got they it. cut down. And so th- and then the real tournament, I mean, if you can call it a real tournament in the summer, uh, I, they keep standings, I guess, and everything, and somebody will win. But uh, this is all just a tune-up to see who's going to play in the World Junior in December and January. Well, let's talk about the four kids that are there right now. Let's start with Philip Roberg's decision uh, to play for Sheleftia this season in Sweden. Uh, we had uh, Steve Stales on last week. Uh, the Hamilton Bulldogs uh, have his rights in the OHL. But, uh, you know, how's the organization with uh, Broberg, uh, who was drafted 10th uh, overall by Edmonton this past year's, or was it 8th eighth, eighth overall, I guess, uh, 
in this past year's draft, uh, staying home and playing in Sweden for a year? Well, we, we had a good discussion with Philip about the pros and the cons of playing in Hamilton or playing in Shalafia. He played in the uh, Svenskan League last year, which is the second men's league uh, in Sweden. So and now he, he had the choice to go up and play for Shalafia, which is in the top men's league, which is a very good. They're both very good leagues, but this SHL is a very good league. And um, and we we you know we we told him there were pros and cons to both. Uh, in Hamilton, he'd be a, probably a 25, 30 minute player, play on both power special teams. You know, he'd be the best defenseman on the ice uh, on his team, and probably on the ice most nights. And but he's playing against 16, 17, 18, 19 year old kids. With Shalefti, uh, um, he's playing against men. He's playing in a really quick, good league, competitive league. Uh, the game moves quickly there. Uh, and he's playing against men, and uh, but he's probably not going to get the same type of role. So we were we were happy with both. I think the one concern we have is is that uh, he doesn't play enough in Shalaftia. And uh, in talking, uh, I haven't talked to the coach yet, but Philip has. Uh, his agents have. I'm going to talk to the coach next week. I wanted to see Philip play a couple times before I talk to the coach. Um, so I'm going to call him next week. Um, it seems like uh, he's going to get an uh, ample opportunity to play right away. He told me that they have eight or nine defensemen, but two are hurt until Christmas with fairly serious injuries. A very young player with him on the team at 2000 born. So it seems like there's going to be a spot there for him, but he's going to have to go out there and earn it and play. So um, I guess we, uh, I guess all things being equal, uh, we're ha- if, if we knew he was going to play against men, and play a lot, then we were we probably favor Shalaftia just because the competition's better. All right, Scott. Since we got you on the uh, phone here uh, today, the Rangers officially bought out Shattenkirk, and we talked last season about Joel Person, uh, a right shot defenseman. He signed on a one-way deal to Edmonton this year. The organization signed him a year ago and had him on their 50-man list. He stayed in Sweden all year. Um, is this a? I mean, he's coming over at 25. He's not a 20 or 21 year old kid. Do you think he can step in and play right away in the NHL? Well, I think he has skill to do it. He has the hockey sense to do it. Um, he, he's very good with the puck. He he made passes when I saw him play. He made passes through people. He sprung people from behind his own blue line at full flight through the neutral zone, um, through the opposition. So I, I, I have no doubt that. You know, he has the puck skills to do it. He has the sense to do it. What I can't see is, is he going to be reliable enough to be able to defend well enough. The small ice is going to change his game. Things are going to happen quicker. Uh, I think he'll adjust to that eventually. Um, so I'm I'm quite bullish on him. I think he can. But, um, again, you don't know until they get here and until they start playing. And the, uh, the good thing is I think he's going to – I've talked to Dave Tippett about him. I've talked to Kenny about him. And the good thing is I think he's going to get an opportunity to show himself. That's really all he can ask. All right. Uh, we're joined by Scott Housen, uh, who is the Oilers' vice president of player personnel. Maybe explain it. So basically what happens here is, you know, we're going to have Jay Woodcroft on the show uh, every week, uh, who coaches a team down in Bakersfield. But the organization's still going to have anywhere from, what, 12 to, to 20, uh, 24. How, how, off the top of your head, how many prospects do you think uh, that you're sort of going to be responsible for monitoring on a, on a, on a day-by-day basis? 16. We should have 16. We'll have six in Europe, uh, two in Russia, two in Finland, two in Sweden. Actually, Broberg and, and Berglund will be on the same team at Shalaftia. 
Okay. Um, and then we'll have two in uh, in the Maritimes. Rodrique got traded to Moncton, so he'll be the number one goalie in Moncton, and we'll walk place for Halifax. All right. And then we'll have uh, the rest of the kids. Are, are We've got one in high school, Kimball Union High School. That's where Thomas Missouri, a recent pick will, of ours, will play this year. And the rest are in college. And the, they're all sort of in the eastern part of the country in terms of college, right around Boston, you know, Yale, Connecticut, Boston College, Northeastern. So um, so uh, it's, it's really uh, our, our prospects are really focused in the east this year. Yeah, well, and, you know, the organization – Went through the the Boston run and signed took took some swings on some guys Scott uh, Larkin and VZ, and uh, those guys uh, struggled to play at the American Hockey League level last year. But there's other guys that are obviously tracking better. Uh, there's there's a couple guys at 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 Boston. Is I'm just thinking here. Are there three players at Boston College still, or just two? With the club, two Rassinen and uh, Graham McFear at Boston College, and and they've because uh, Rassinen had a tough, tough year. Both those guys had pretty good years the year before, didn't they? Uh, McPhee had a really good year. Uh, Apley was a freshman; he did fine his freshman year. They both, the whole team struggled last year. It was yeah. really uh, puzzling, uh, and uh, and 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 they both had sort of down seasons. And then Apley Rassinen uh, dislocated his shoulder. For the playoffs, so he's he's been rehabbing his shoulder the whole summer, and he won't. I don't think I think he's. I talked to Jerry York at the World Junior Showcase, who's the coach in Boston College, and he said he'll be cleared mid October. They play their first game the first of October, so he should get a full season in. All right. Um, and Boston College will have a very good team. They've got they've got the, the goaltender coming in, Spencer Knight. I saw him. Uh, he was the 13th pick to Florida. He's outstanding. So I think I think the team will be better. Um, and uh, and both players hopefully will benefit from that. All right, Scott, we're going to do this uh, basically once the season gets going, once a month. Thank you for taking time to join us on Oilers Now, okay? Thanks for having me, Bob. You bet. That's Scott Housen. He's the Oilers VP of Player Personnel. I think the last time I checked, like there was like nine guys that he brought into Columbus that are still on the Blue Jackets team. He hasn't been the GM there since 2013. Like the only guys left from the Oilers organization from 2013 when he came here with uh, returned to the organization, Nugent Hopkins. And so Hausen came 2013 before the draft. Nurse was drafted. The only guy is Nugent Hopkins. And Columbus still has like, like Josh Anderson was a pick of the, uh, of Hausen's. Uh, Cam Atkinson was a pick of Hausen's. He traded for Felino. He traded for Dubinsky. He traded for who was the other guy that they got from the Rangers? Um, anyhow, there's you know he drafted uh, Ryan Murray. He drafted David Savard. It's a lot of he tra- traded for Bobrovsky. Pretty good deal. Twelve twenty-eight in Edmonton. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Al May in studio when we return in Oilers now. Oilers now with Bob Stoffer. weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio six thirty. Chad.